welcome into a special edition of the house of l so funny because i was thinking about whether or not i was going to do some bears related or sports related stuff for the podcast and the khalil mack trade makes for a really good case study on whether or not i'll continue this into the season i'm your dutiful host lawrence holmes and wow the Bears made a splash. They made a relevancy splash. They made an incredible move. Now, the deal is not yet done, and maybe by the time I'm done recording, we'll have an official word from the Raiders or from the Bears. I'll keep a watch on my email as we go through some of this stuff. But it looks like the Bears have made a deal with the Raiders to get Khalil Mack and when I tell you that this guy is a special player, it's not hyperbole. This is the reigning defensive player of the year. This is a guy that has been an all-pro at two different positions. Not pro bowler, an all-pro. So best one or two at the position in the NFL. On top of that, the guy is just a flat-out menace. He's a menace. And I, I saw Dan Durkin on Twitter earlier who works at The Athletic, and he's exactly right that the – a guy that can turn speed into power, there there isn't another one that does it as well as Khalil Mack. I'm still trying to figure out, even though there's a big payday looming for him in Oakland, on why they felt so comfortable making this deal. Now, maybe it, it's because they feel like Gruden can make magic happen with seemingly two first-round picks. Like That's the... The, the word from Adam Schefter, Michael David Smith, that's what I had been hearing, that it was going to take two first-round picks to, to make this deal happen. And the Bears have it. They, they have the draft capital. And quite honestly, wouldn't you rather Ryan Pace trade for a great player instead of hoping that he gets it right at the draft the next couple of seasons? It's crazy because Khalil Mack, being in a Bears uniform, changes their fortunes immediately. And I do want to talk about, you know, I, while we celebrate, I do want to talk about some things that could be a fly in the ointment on this. But I'll get to that a little bit later on. But he, he makes you better immediately. We still don't know quite what the status is of Leonard Floyd. And... But if you add those two guys together, even Leonard Floyd playing with a club, he's now going to have to deal with one-on-ones, which is a lot easier to do than double teams. And that's before we even start talking about Akeem Hicks in the middle of that Bears defensive line. There are a lot of elements of this deal that I like. If it's true that it's you know a couple first-round picks and we're waiting on the language on the rest of the deal, an official word that, that it's gone through. I want to be careful with that. But this seems like a big boy move. This seems like a Ryan Pace is pushing in his chips and saying, we are going for it. The brilliance of it, if it's official, is you've got a quarterback on the rookie deal. No one knows if Mitchell Trubisky is good. And you know me. I've been pushing back against anyone who will tell you that he's great since the, the season ended. No one knows if he's good. But if he is good, this is the time where you spend money. 
You spend money now because he's on a rookie deal. Before he can Russell Wilson up your team and that you have to get rid of all of your defensive players because of it, this gives you an opportunity to go out and pay Khalil Mack the $13 million that he's owed this year and probably sign him for a much bigger deal. But the Bears have so much cap flexibility. I think they've got like $26, $27 million left under the cap so they can easily absorb Khalil Mack's salary for this year and then work on a long-term deal. He's going to get Aaron Donald money. He deserves every dollar of it. He is fear personified. As a an offensive player, as a quarterback, that's a guy that you have to account for for every single play. He changes the geometry of how the Bears' defense is going to be scouted. Before going into the season, I felt like outside of the questions at quarterback, pass rusher was the biggest question mark for this team. Khalil Mack answers a lot of those questions. He immediately makes things better, and he makes it so that your defense now can work on multiple levels. He takes pressure off of Floyd. He takes double teams away from Floyd. He's going to take some of the pressure off of Akeem Hicks, who we know, even with double teams, was still getting to the quarterback, had eight and a half sacks last year. So now you have someone who can collapse the pocket from the middle, and you now have to allocate resources You all right? Yeah. <laughs> she, nah. Sorry. It's okay. I'll edit it out. That's just how I felt about the bears. Wow. You know? Just trying to make the podcast. Yep. Falling downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but you're all right. Okay, good. I'm sure my butt will be bruised tomorrow. It'll be fine. It's going to be I'll keep this in. If you can't tell, I'm doing the podcast from the living room today, and uh, White Panther just came rolling down the stairs, <laughs> but she seems to be okay. <laughs> That is that is ridiculous. That, that is. I mean, this is why White Panther doesn't work, right? Because I'm clearly not that agile. Have fun in PT. Don't slip down the back steps. Well, now you put it in my mind. I'm probably gonna fall down the back steps. Well, you're a lot closer. A lot, a lot closer. To, I just want you to be careful. That's it. <laughs> Anyway, what was I saying? So you have Khalil Mack in the middle of the bear. Khalil Mack. You have a key mix in the middle of the Bears defense. You have to allocate resources to stop Khalil Mack on the outside. So you're going to do stuff. You're going to try and chip him with tight ends. You're going to try to chip him with running backs. That changes things dramatically. Where before you were like, well, Maybe we can block Leonard Floyd one-on-one. That gives us the opportunity to put a back or a tight end out in a route. Now you can't do that. You you cannot do that. 
So it'll be interesting to see what this does. I I imagine that Vic Fangio is ecstatic about what he has now. Because now I think that you can get the most out of Leonard Floyd. You've already seen what Akeem Hicks can do. And I think this takes a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure off your back four. Which I still have some questions about. But I feel like the Bears really did a great job of handling their safety. I like Amos and Eddie Jackson. I think that's a safety tandem. They're really, really strong. So all of a sudden, with Akeem Hicks, and then you have Danny Trevathan and Roquan Smith, in the middle of that defense, you were already strong up the middle. You were real strong up the middle. I think Danny Trevathan's one of the best linebackers in the game. When he's healthy, he makes a real difference because he takes the ball away. Roquan Smith, he hasn't played football in nine months, and that is a concern, and it is a concern going into week one. The muscle pull was a concern, and that's one of the things I have a concern with about Khalil Mack, him not playing and, and the effect that that's going to have on him as it pertains to muscle pulls. That's the scare. Whenever you have a holdout, guys can be on the treadmill all they want. Guys can run through drills all they want. It's different when you're talking about being in shape versus being in football shape. I joke about this in my own life when it comes to swim shape. Like there's a difference between being in shape and being able to swim and swim shape. It's a whole different thing. So that's my concern. That's my concern for Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith. But assuming that those guys are healthy, assuming that everything's fine, that they, I I would hope that they would, be careful with their reps early on. Not all year, but Khalil Mack has been out all offseason or all preseason, and Roquan Smith has gotten a few practices under his belt, but no real contact. I hope that they're smart with the reps. Here's an example. Like, you look at down and distance, for example, like, if you've got a situation where the Bears force a team into a, a third and 25 or whatever, do you really need those guys on the field for that play? It, it, it's just minor play maintenance to make sure that those guys are there for, for when it really, really matters. So that's really my only concern. That's, that's, that's the only concern that you can have. This kid's 27 years old. He's still got a lot of football left in him, and the Bears are going to have to pay him for a lot of that football, which I imagine would happen fairly quickly. You, you don't want to make a trade like this and then say, well, we don't know. We got to find out. Like You make this trade, and then you try to, to get your Aaron Donald-type deal done as quickly as possible. Make Khalil Mack the next great pass rusher in Bears history and be done with it. And now you're rolling. Now you're relevant again. Now you go from being what I've said is the NFC's version of the Cleveland Browns. You're making moves like you want to be more than that. You're making moves like you want to be relevant. I saw in Schefter's piece that the Bears went from 100 to 1 to 60 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I 
I don't know if I would if I were in Las Vegas or calling my guy or or on one of the sites that I would feel comfortable plunking down a significant piece of change on the Bears winning the Super Bowl because you still have questions at quarterback. But when you look at the offseason in total, if you walk the offseason up from them signing Allen Robinson and Trey Burton, who I think has the possibility of having a fantastic year at tight end, the draft of Roquan Smith, that addition to the team, and now the Khalil Mack thing, wow, that's a really busy offseason. That is trying to turn the Bears around very quickly. And I got to give Ryan Pace a lot of credit. That is that is like the most unbears thing that we've seen. What's happened this morning? To give you an idea, like I got up and, you know, I'm groggy and I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do with the gym. And I start to see the stuff roll in. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's funny because yesterday we did our our promo shoot. So we did like some vignettes and some funny stuff over at NBC Sports Chicago for our Bears show, which is going to be called the Football After Show. It's me, Alex Brown, Lance Briggs, and Matt Forte. If the photo shoot was any indication, you were going to have a great time watching that show immediately after the game is over. We, we got you for an hour, and we will lock it down, I promise you. But Alex and I were talking yesterday about the idea of Green Bay maybe getting Khalil Mack and how that would be the worst thing that could happen to the Bears. Because then you have probably the best offensive player and the best defensive player on the same team. And the Packers had the draft capital to try and make this happen. I appreciate the Bears. In this case, I appreciate them being fearful and forward thinking, putting those two things together, making a deal that allows you to get the best player on defense on your team and keep him away from Green Bay. It allows you to close the gap between you and Minnesota and Green Bay. Not immediately, but I mean, you're now taken seriously. And now there's more pressure on Mitchell Trubisky to get it right and be the guy that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace think he is more quickly. But I would also offer that the defense was already good. We were already projecting that the Bears defense was going to be good. And now you can maybe take that next step of the Bears defense could be great. And there's a significant difference there that oh yeah all the bears are the top 10 defense like everyone's real comfortable with that now let's talk about them being a top five defense now let's talk about them being the best defense in the nfl those are possibilities that open up if khalil mack is ready to roll if roquan smith is ready to go and picks things up quickly you could be the best defense in the NFL. And that that changes the way that you are perceived around the league. That changes the way the team's game plan against you. It allows you to play closer games that maybe your young quarterback and his new weapons on the outside are going to be able to take advantage of. And I, when I've been doing national interviews, 
I've talked about how I think Jordan Howard could have a really giant year. I think that he can be the Jay Ajayi of this system. I think even from a fantasy perspective, he's someone that you should look at because I think he's going to get a ton of red zone touches and their offense is going to confuse. If it works well, it's going to confuse and spread people out. It'll give better running lanes for Jordan Howard, and I think he could really do some damage. Hashtag thighs. If you watch the show, we talk about that quite a bit. So now we're just waiting for official word on this deal. But you should be happy. Like If you're a Bears fan today, today is a good day for you to puff your chest out and to get excited. I was in the South Lots before the game against Buffalo, and I was talking to a lot of fans, and it was funny because there were people who were 100% like bought in on Nagy and Trubisky and that that was going to be the thing that pushed the Bears over the top. And there were other fans that were saying, I don't know about this. Like I, I'm concerned about how they approach the preseason. I'm concerned about whether or not Trubisky is the guy. But now you can look at this and say, yeah, the Bears are for real. Like this was this was the type of move like last year when the 49ers traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. It's that type of move. It's a signature move. It's a signal to the rest of the league. You're going, hey, we are for real. We are taking this next approach as seriously as possible. We feel like it's time to take a risk. And Ryan Pace has talked about this before, that you have to pick your spot on when you're going to take a risk. And I can't think outside of quarterbacks, and they think that they have theirs, there isn't another player that I'd be more willing to take a risk on than Khalil Mack. So if that means giving up some draft capital, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Bears are giving up a lot here. They're giving up draft capital and they're giving up cash. They're going to give up a lot of cash. But what you're getting in return is the reigning defensive player of the year and a guy that, that gives you the opportunity to be on that level, to play on that level with the rest of the teams around the, the NFL for years to come. I don't know why you wouldn't be excited. You should be excited. Your your chest should be puffed out. You should be looking to buy some Khalil Mack jerseys and Bears t-shirts and all of that good stuff. Because now it's on. But the Bears as an organization have to understand that because it's on, that means expectations have taken a jump. If you're someone who was in the camp of, well, them winning six or seven games this year, is a step in the right direction you're right you're right about that but now i think that you could you can fairly adjust your thoughts on what would be a successful bear season by a couple of wins so i hope that everyone that's at hallis hall understands the pressure that they have put themselves under but this is what you want this is exactly what you're looking for if you're a fan base that You've ideally put everything in place to make a move like this. Ideally. In a perfect world, that's the way that this works out. That you have put everything in place and now you can drop Khalil Mack in. And say, here we go. 
This is the way that it's supposed to work. And now we're just waiting for the deal to get done and for the ink to dry on it. If you're Green Bay, your game plan for the Bears has completely changed. I don't know how much Khalil Mack is going to play. I don't even know if he is going to play. But I do know if you're them, you have now kind of scrapped your plan and you're starting over. Now, there's plenty of time. There's a whole week to put in something new. And you are talking about, I think, the greatest regular season quarterback that's ever lived. And you can look at the passer rating if you don't believe me. And definitely one of the smartest guys who's ever played the position. He's got his old offensive coordinator back. And I'm sure that they had some thoughts about what they wanted to do. And they accounted for Roquan Smith. But you didn't account for one of the best pass rushers in the game. And now you have to do that. It changes protection schemes. It changes route combinations. It changes personnel on the field. That's how big of a difference Khalil Mack being in a Bears uniform makes. He's changing their whole thing. The Packers are going to tell you that it's not a big deal. I'm telling you, they have to change everything to get ready for this upcoming game. So it's a nice little treat. It's it's really nice. It's a great way to, to go into Labor Day weekend feeling like your team did what they were supposed to do. So that's my thoughts on it. I've probably gone on too long, and it looks like White Panther's fine. She made it to physical therapy. She did fall down steps, though. I hope you heard that. I hope the mic picked it up. When I told her about the Khalil Mack deal, she's a Packers fan. She was not happy. And then she went rolling down the stairs. But she seems to be okay. I think. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. This is our, our maiden voyage on the old sports on the House of L. My idea is that After the game, like Sunday night or something, I'll head to the couch and I'll record like 15, 20 minutes on on the Bears and get it out to you as quickly as possible. We'll see. We'll see how well this podcast does, this particular podcast does, this episode, and we'll see if that's something that you guys want. I threw it out on Twitter and people said they, they were interested well, hopefully you're interested in my thoughts on this, and, and I appreciate that. If you want to tweet me or follow me on Twitter, at Lawrence W. Holmes, where you can find me, there's some great stuff through my timeline yesterday's photo shoot. There's some incredible video. And if you're someone who listened to the radio show, it was like, Todd Collins, Todd Collins, Matt Forte did something so bleeping funny. It's on my twitter feed and my instagram account which is also at lawrence w holmes if you are someone who likes to email the show and talk to me about particular guests or you have some questions that you want to ask house of l podcast at gmail.com is the way that you can do it khalil mack is gonna be a bear pending some giant snafu wow 
that's why we did a special episode, and I'm glad that you took the time to download and listen to my thoughts. I'll have a microphone back in my hand Monday morning on the score, Labor Day, at 11 a.m. But since I didn't have one today, necessarily, I wanted to get the podcast out, and I appreciate your support because I know that you care about what I think about some of this stuff, especially when it comes to bears. So I wanted to get this out as quickly as possible and share my thoughts on Khalil Mack. It's a great day to be a Bears fan today. You should wear it with pride and you should have a whole lot of fun. Drink up and don't get arrested and try not to fall down the stairs like White Panther. See you Tuesday with a new episode of House of L. Shannon Ryan from the Tribune is going to be my guest. And it's a great, great sit down. I can tell you I'm going to edit it a little bit later on the day. But the first listen through was incredible. Peace, y'all.